Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Football Club Pod. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the podcast. This is episode 12. You know, I wasn't here last week. It was, uh, I had a little bit of a break. Jay was talking a lot of slack. I was, I was listening to the pod, but I think that they're glad to have me back hosting it again <laughs> but today is episode 12 we're going to be discussing the the champions league draw i think uh, there's some solid teams left some surprises as well um but i think it'd be good good time for us to discuss how they're gonna you know who's going to be going through to the next round and potentially go on to win it we've got dim back as well how are you doing dim yeah all good N- nice break um yeah so good to be back and we've got the main man, Mr. Consistent. Yeah, 100% attendance. Just like the school days. When I was going to give you a gold star, end of the term. You know, New Year, bang, bang, chocolate box, everything. Pretty you know, sure you missed one. I'm pretty sure you missed one episode a couple of weeks ago still. But... Have I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but how do you not do? I don't count, bro. I was there, innit? I was no there gold in star for you, man. I was there in memory. Don't be taking my gold star away, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, so good. But yeah, make sure you crack on with the draw. Yeah, let's crack on, let's crack on. First game, obviously, Borussia Mönchengladbach versus uh, Man City. What do you guys think? Tough draw, you know, I'm not going to lie, tough draw for Man City. Yeah, I mean, if, if Mönchengladbach really get performing... I think they're they're in for a really really tough night, um, especially if they're playing over in Germany. But City looks strong, and I don't think they've did they they haven't lost in the group stages this season so far, have they? No, um, you're, you're you're right. They they were unbeaten, but their group was quite easy. So yeah, I mean, no still still some 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 consistency there. Uh, they had Marseille, I believe, who were quite a tough team. Uh, Olympiacos as well. Uh, going there is pretty difficult as well. Um, but I, I can't look past City in this one. Um, they're pretty much going to be firing on all cylinders, hopefully, uh, when the time comes. Um, a little bit of a slump in the league um, of late, dropping points. But I don't really think that that should be too much of an issue for them. thing is, you know, with City, they always cruise through the group stage. But then, as you know, when they come through these, these the big boys, let's say, that's when they fall short. Even last season against what? Uh, Leon, they crashed out. You know, Pep's first season against uh, the played Monaco, crashed out. I, I think we should un- underestimate Borussia Mönchengladbach. You know, they they were in a tough group themselves. You know, playing who they played Madrid, they had Shakhtar, and they had um, Inter Milan. I mean, to come out of that. With eight, well, they obviously they're on eight points, but still, I think that's bit of, that's some achievement. Yeah, I think they're a quality team. They've got amazing manager Marco Rose. Um, I think he's linked with um, Borussia Dortmund at the moment. Plays amazing football, so it's not going to be something that's going to be, you know, they shouldn't be taken lightly. Let's put it that way. Um, for Man City's sake, I think they can cause an upset. I think that Marseille game that they were playing last game, Man City in, in the group. Marseille looked like they could have easily scored a couple of goals. The same old thing with Man City. 
um, especially at home at the Etihad, you know, they do look like they're going to concede in Champions League. We all, the away goal has a massive factor. So with Man City, I don't know. You don't know which Man City is going to turn up nowadays. It's just from week to week, it's, there's no consistency. Who turns up? What players turn up? It's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know with them. And I think, yeah, they are there for the taking. So, you know, uh, Borussia with no fear, they can go there and, you know, try and nick a goal to take it back to their pitch and you know, it's a different story the thing is you know what you're saying about um, about City again yeah you don't know which one which team they're going to you don't even know where a lineup's going to come out these games are going to be played in, in uh, February March so it might help the likes of um, Aguero get fitness back um, and a few others but even even then I, I still think uh, Much and Gladbach will have Serious problems with them. They can they can defend well and they push out you know likes of Klee and Jaram, the propers you know really quick on the counter attack. Those are these are the games that City have problems in. They'll dominate the ball, but they'll make a defensive error you know, and then they'll get punished like a, like you know like we've seen against Leon last season. So it could be. It could, I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna say Bruce and Mojang Gladbach for this. You know I just don't I can't I don't trust City enough. Especially the league form, I just don't trust them enough to, to get through it. And the way that Borussia Mönchengladbach will be playing this season, I think they'll they'll be a, they'll be a shock. Yeah, I think for City this season, there's been quite a heavy reliance on the likes of Raheem Sterling, Kevin De Bruyne, and even at certain times on Ferran Torres to kind of get them through games in Europe. And especially if you're looking at um, certain strikers within that. Um, that Borussia Mönchengladbach team, you know, you've got player and Turam that you mentioned that are pretty dangerous, uh, but you've also got an informed Lars Stindl as well, um, who's scored a bag load of goals this season. He scored a hat-trick uh, not too long ago. Um, so I think they are very dangerous, but I just think City's quality will will carry them through. And obviously, once they face the big boys, that's when we'll truly find out whether you know they've got the metal to 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 move through. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with just City to nick it through, but I wouldn't be surprised if an upset. It totally depends if uh, Borussia can keep a hold of Marco Rose. You know, so I don't know is he gonna move Borussia Dortmund now? A bit stupid, but. I can't see Bruce Dorman putting like an interim manager to the end of the season. Doesn't really make sense. So I think by the seams of it, they are going to try poach him now. But I don't know. If if he stays, then it's going to be a tough game. If he doesn't, then I think City will cruise. But yeah, they have got some quality players. Uh, you know, Toran, Plee, uh, Zakaria in midfield. So some good players. But you just have to wait and see what happens in the managerial situation. We'll move on to game two. Lazio versus Bayern. I think this is pretty much going to be a full house, but Bayern have looked shaky, you know, in the group stage. Conceded a few sloppy goals, being a bit kind of come back from behind in some situations. They've still got a solid, solid team, solid squad, don't get me wrong, but I, I, I can't see. I, I genuinely, because Bayern are away first, I think they'll get a couple of away goals and then just kind of hold it down at home. I can't, I just don't see. Lazio causing any any issues at all to be honest I mean I agree 
but at the same time, we have seen a little bit of frailty at uh, Bayern's, within Bayern's defence. Um, and if you look at the likes of Ciro Immobile, who's coming in on form, uh, six goals already this season in, in nine league games, I think it is. Um, and, you know, Felipe Caicedo as well. He's another one that, you know, if you remember him from City, he was a bit of a beast. But again, he scored four as well. But again, you can't, you can't look past the firepower of Robert Lewandowski, Leroy Sane, Serge Gnabry, etc. I, I, if if Bayern turn up, it will be a rout. In all honesty, see, I'm going to go for a comprehensive Bayern win. Yeah, I think this game's going to be a bit tough. Obviously, you're mentioning like Bayern's fragilities. Kimmich has been injured. You know, Fonso uh, Davis injury. So they've had a few injuries, they have key injuries into that team. But, you know, the whole synergy does get messed up. But the quality is the, you know, the amount of powerhouse that they've got into that team is just immense. By the time the game comes around, I think you'll be ready, fit to go. I think it's Ditto and Fonso Davis, and there's something more comes on. Lazio are a bit hit and miss in terms of, you know, they can turn up. They can kind of, um, they do have gears to the element of the game, you know. But, I don't know, you know, I, I'd go fully with Bayern on this one. I can't see anything past it. But yeah, Mobley. You know, Milinkovic Savage, absolute beast of midfielder. But just look at that power from Bayern Munich, man. They're just going to bulldoze their way through. Yeah, so the next one that we've got is uh, Atletico Madrid versus Chelsea. Now, this is going to be a quite a, a tough one for all of us to pick. Jayden, what do you think? Yeah, so I've been thinking about this one. I've... Just because Atletico Madrid know how how they you know conduct themselves over a two leg game, um, you know the structure to how they play this typical Simone Simeone style. I've only seen like probably I've only seen one team just beat them, and that's well conductively, and that's just Real Madrid, you know, and that that comes down to derby game, especially in this competition. They are the bane of Atletico Madrid, but Chelsea. I'm not too sure. Like Frank Lampard in himself, I think he does show some sort of elements where tactically he does get it wrong, but some games he does get it spot on. So it'll be interesting to see how he kind of goes against that, you know, that low block, that four four two. Um but I'm gonna go with Atletico Madrid purely on the fact that Chelsea are really struggling with goals. Uh, after today's result, lost two one to Wolves. I think that's an issue. If Timo Werner's not banging, Havertz, you know, where where are they going to get the goals? Um, Atletico Madrid, they've got people like Jao Felix that are banging now. You know, like after a couple of years, he's finally on it. Um, they they you know think they've got a couple of games in hand, and if they win that, they're top of the league. So you know they're they're really forefront at the moment. So at the moment, I'm going to go Atletico Madrid. No, I can't see anything more. Yeah, Jao Felix is on, you know, fire, man. This season, he's been new. Him and Suarez, you know, actually had done really well, partnership-wise. I'm, I don't know. I don't know, but this is, this is tough. The thing is, Atletico's home form is solid. You just know what you're going to get from them. So, if they, if they, if they can hold it down at home, not concede that away goal, I, I can still see them scoring at Chelsea. So, as long as they get that home, that, you know, that, Make sure they don't concede away from home. Sorry, make sure they don't concede at home. 
keep that clean sheet going into the second leg. I think they've they've pretty much sealed it because they're defense they defensively they're just amazing and they played surprisingly in a couple of games this season they played a three back as well, which I don't even I didn't never saw Simeone doing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Atletico on this one. I think just because they're kind of know how in the Champions League as well. You know, Frank Lampard, don't get me wrong, they've got an amazing squad and, you know, building, you know, with experience, etc. But I think just know how and get the job done. I think Atletico can do the job like they did with the, against Liverpool last season. I think they'll just, they'll grind it out, but they'll they'll go past it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I'm going to go for a full house on this one. I think Atletico are just going to have too much for Chelsea. You know, in Europe, we've seen they're relying so much on Olivier Giroud to get the goals for them, important goals as well. But I just, I don't see him having any joy against like the likes of Felipe, Savic and Hermoso if they play a three at the back. Uh, I don't really see them getting any joy out wide either, to be honest. Um, and just up front, you know, Jao Felix and uh, Luis Suarez. I don't, I don't think that Chelsea's defence will be able to cope with them. Uh, despite them, you know, being quite a creative team, Chelsea. I, I don't see them really breaking down Atletico's structure whatsoever. I think if uh, Atletico get a result at uh, the Wanda Metropolitano, I think if if it turns into kind of low block game, I, I don't see them really. Yeah, I, I, I don't see them getting a result. If in all honesty, they're, they're not really functioning, and as as we've seen today. They lost a, a a pretty important game to go top of the table, and I just don't think that you know they've got the the nous in the Champions League like Atletico do to to win a tie like this. Yeah, so I think that's a full house on the Atletico. Should we the next one that I'm gonna pick or we've got is a Sevilla Borussia Dortmund. So we start off in Milan. What what are your thoughts on this game? I'm I'm assuming Dortmund are going to have a manager this you know once this fixture comes around. But I'm going to say play you know I probably still say Dortmund. I think just play just player for player they're probably better than Sevilla. Sevilla still done done well. Don't don't get me wrong. But I think uh, just kind of attacking force. I think Haaland is just the difference in this game. I can see him just scoring both both uh, both legs and just kind of taking it by storm. To be honest, whoever the manager is at the time, I just know that he's you know he's he's got enough quality in himself to make the difference. So I'm gonna go with Dortmund on this, but I mean, like, Sevilla have done well, but I don't think they probably do what just scrape through the group with Chelsea uh, coming on top. So I'm gonna say Dortmund, but I think I think Haaland will be the difference. I think they'll just they'll kind of sweep through really. I don't see much, much. Uh, I don't give. I'm not giving Sevilla much chance in this in this game, to be honest. Yeah, I think Sevilla lost um, Regulia, so that's a big loss there. But in terms of additions to their squad, they've not really added anyone, you know, any kind of quality to that team to further themselves. But yeah, Bruce Dortmund's quality on the pitch or on the team is just too much at the moment. They've got. People like Reina coming through, amazing. Sancho, Haaland, you know, just that sheer attack is just something else. I think they will kind of get them through that game. Um, 
and then after that, I don't know. I think they'll probably just get knocked out, depending on who their manager and coach is, because they don't really have a sense of direction, Borussia Dortmund. They've always got these amazing players, but there's not the right man behind them to kind of take guide them into the right direction in terms of a team. Many times in, in their own division, you know, the Bundesliga, the top, come February, cock it up and buy Munich win. You know, it's just a, it's a re- reoccurring theme with them. So I think until they kind of push on and do win that Bundesliga, have some sort of consistency with the manager, formation, style of play, I don't think we'll see Borussia Dortmund put a real charge into the Champions League. But yeah, I'm going to have to go with the, just a win on this one, Borussia Dortmund, just purely just on the quality of players that they possess. Yeah, I think for me, I think it's going to be quite a close one. And I do think that Haaland, Haaland and his goals are going to be the difference maker. You know, we saw last season with Sevilla in the Europa League, uh, getting some really important wins and then eventually going on and winning the final. But with with Dortmund's defence, I think it's just going to be a simple case of them outscoring Sevilla because they are quite shaky at the back. In, in European competitions, we've seen that Sevilla do get some really important goals. Uh, we saw last year Luke de Jong. But I honestly just see Haaland being a difference. Sancho as well, possibly. But yeah, I think Haaland will definitely try and pull his team through. The one, well, game five, I think one of the games of the, one of the games of the draw, one probably one of the most I'm looking forward to Definitely is uh, Leipzig versus Liverpool. I think this is going to be... It's going to be, you know, Nagelsmann's done an amazing job so far. Got through the tough group with a PSG. I think it was uh, United and Istanbul Besiktas. Is that how you say the name? But yeah. Besiktas. Istanbul Besiktas. What a name. Um, so yeah, no, getting getting through that, you know, and they didn't, you know, they look, they're still looking solid, you know, still, you know, lost Werner and they're pretty much playing without a striker, which is quite strange, but you know, they're making it work. Um, but they've got runners in that team that can do a job anyway. And but you know, we all know that we all know the class of Liverpool, you know, the quality of Liverpool. The only thing I can I'm concerned about is because they haven't got Virgil Van Dijk. You know, they're coming up against a team that that can score goals. So, you know, whether it's Fabinho, Matip, or, you know, Gomez, Fabinho, wherever, wherever it is, the centre-back pairing, they're going to come, you know, in both legs, they're going to be, they're going to be, you know, going to have to be on their toes. I'm going to still go with Liverpool because of their front three. Because, you know, Salah, Mane and Firmino is just, just sheer quality there. You can't, you can't, you know, disrespect what they've done. Uh, the last couple of seasons, so I'm going to go with Liverpool, but I think it'll be I think it'll be very close. I think it'll be like an you know on away goals or something like that. I think it'll be really really close. Yeah, I think for me, the injury situation is going to be quite key. You know, we've lost a number of key players, and particularly the defensive situation, whether Matip could be fit to start alongside Fabinho, making sure that Fabinho himself doesn't get injured. And we don't have to play someone like Reese Williams or Nat Phillips at the back. That's going to be probably the, 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 the decider, if I'm honest. I don't think that we'll go through if we lose both of them or either of them. I think it's going to be a little bit more difficult. 
But on the positive side, we're hoping that Diogo Jota will be back for that Leipzig game. I know it's in seven weeks' time and the time frame of his injury is six to eight weeks. So we're looking at hopefully having him back for that. And also Thiago hopefully will be back for that. So we will have something going forward in terms of creativity from midfield. And there obviously will be a heavy reliance on Mo Salah, Firmino and Sadio Mane to, to fire us through to the next round. But for me, I think if we do play away and we get a win in Leipzig, I think that's when I'll pretty much bank on us going through. That result away will be the, the decider. And that, that's the first, first game. Uh, so I think if we get an away goal or two, I think we'll be okay, if I'm honest. Um, and I, once we do get that, hopefully, um, I'm, I'm happy to say that you know we will go through. Um, so yeah, and I, d- I don't think that we'll capitulate so much like Man United did. Uh, but the thing is, with United, they kind of proved that there is some chinks in that armor, especially with uh, you know they're in their defence. You know, it'll be a chance for Liverpool fans to also have a look at um, Ibrahima Kanate and uh, Dio Upamecano, who are linked with the club. So maybe we'll either see them lining up for Liverpool um, or, you know, if they don't sign for Liverpool, it'll be a kind of a look at them against our front three um, with a view to signing them in the summer. So I think it's a really interesting clash, uh, but I am going to go for Liverpool. Uh, not from a biased perspective, as you guys might think, but um, yeah, I, I think that if we get that 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 result in Leipzig, I think it will be pretty straightforward after that. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Liverpool in this one as well. Uh, over the two games I've seen Leipzig play, being a United fan, they were there for the taking, beating five nil, one, the other one, second one, we were just two two defensive made defensive laps. Other than that, they didn't really do anything in the game. You know, if you look at all the goals, they were just defensive laps. That's all it was. And when we actually decided to turn up and actually attack, we scored two goals. Potentially looking like probably could have got a third. But that's just that's just the way they are. They're a very open team. I think maybe that's because of this, our style of play compared to theirs. It's, it's different. But when Klopp comes up against um, Nangelsmann on this game, you know, you're going to find two very similar styles of football. But I think Liverpool's attacking free quality is just going to be too much. Uh, I think Liverpool are going to walk it, you know, this one. There's going to be no contest on this. Um, I don't think it's going to be as tight as what, you know, probably people are saying or what people think it might be. But I think it's just going to be a literally a walkthrough for Liverpool. Yeah, maybe they get a goal and that's it, nothing more. Quick question for both of you, actually. Um... So we've spoken about Liverpool's defensive troubles at centre-back and two targets who are potentially being linked to Liverpool in January. Out of the two of Konate and Upamecano, which one would you take and which one do you think is the most realistic to be able to be signed in January to hopefully face um, their former club uh, in, in the next round? I think you've got to say you from Encarno. I think he's done it for a longer period of time. I'm not saying Konate is not a good centre, but I think I just think I think Upam is better. And he's also left footed. So, you know, you've not got anyone left footed in your in your centre back roster. Um and I'm not gonna lie, Van Dijk's, Van Dijk can play on the left or right of centre back. He's too good, he's too good not to play on either side. 
So even if you got open man Kwan on the left on the left side left side centre back, and then you got Virgil right next to him, you know, Buffon kind of being left footed, he just opens up the pitch more for you. And he's you know he's a rock, he's a rock, he's uh, he's amazing centre back. So I think that's an easy one for me, Buffon Kwan. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go Buffon Kwan as well, but I don't think you'll get either. It just makes no sense. They've got Champions League. They're still in the in the competition, so I don't think they're going to sell. You know, um, it, it makes no sense for them, any of them, to leave. And then the Euros coming up in the summer makes no sense. So Leipzig, you know, what when they can probably fork out or get more money, probably feature in the French squad, both of them. So it makes no sense at all. If maybe if they got knocked out into Europa League, then yeah, but can't see it happening. I think you'll probably go for a different target. We'll move on to the next one. Porto versus Juventus. I mean, Juventus done well, to be honest, in the Champions League so far. They've not done... They've beaten... They beat 3-0... They won 3-0 away uh, at Barcelona. So, they're in in some form. Yeah, I'm I'm going for a route for Juventus, if I'm honest. Mr. CR7 will probably steal the show again. I don't think Porto are really going to put up much of a fight against uh, Juve at all. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Amon on this one uh, with his love for Cristiano. Yeah, I'm going to have to go for Juventus on this one. I think, yeah, just the Ronaldo factor and the way they kind of bullied Barcelona last game away. I think, you know, they're, they're looking like finally something's clicking along with them with Perla. I think they could be a force. Interesting to see how they kind of match up in this game. You know, that Barcelona game, they absolutely dominated them. And that was at Barcelona's pitch. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting to see how they kind of progress. They could be a force. You never know. You know, Ronaldo seems to be on one this season. Better than what he's looking last season. So, he's like 35 or something. Like 34. It's just an animal, man, this guy. He gets better every season, man. I don't even know how. The thing is, I think this season is different last season because I think he's... Last season, he was trying to do everything, be the main man all the time. I think this season, he's taken, he's becoming more efficient in what he's doing. Maybe that's just him understanding his body as well. Though. His new management as well. Sorry, he's a shit, bro. I don't know how no, he's frauded yeah, himself. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, the guy's frauded himself to Chelsea, to fucking Juventus. You know, now he's probably got some massive paychecks just chilling around, you know, and that's it. He's just going to be there sucking on getting cigarettes. <laughs> bro, he's the deadest manager, bro. Honestly, he's so dead, bro. They've got, he's got a football named after him. Like, sorry, hashtag, wall, man. Hashtag sorry, wall. You know, I only worked at uh, Napoli as well. You know, the club's after is not even, not even worked. Yeah, he's, he's just so highly rated in Italy, though. He's madly highly rated over there. Maybe it's just the league, though. Yeah, you know, like how Sean Dice is highly rated in England, like that. Fuck's sake! Which one, the Spanish one or the English one? <laughs> no, no, the Spanish one's the disgrace in Spain, bro. You know they. Fuck's sake! They, they, they don't like to associate himself. That's why they. That's why they wanted him to play for England, isn't it? When the chance came. Bro. Oh man! Well, to be honest, well, we're all going for Juventus on this. One, I think, yeah. It's funny that we're all picking Ronaldo as the main man anyway, but, you know, he is Mr. Champions League. Game six. Uh, I guess you can say the other best player in the world, 
Barcelona's Lionel Messi is taking is playing against. Uh, well, he's injured now, but it would have been Neymar and PSG. Now it's just PSG and Mbappe, I'd say. Uh, where do you guys see this one going? Now that Neymar's out, does it make a difference to your outcome decision? Um, I'm not too keen on this game. I think it's just like shit versus shit. You know, both teams are not really that great at the moment. Barcelona tottering along in the league. PSG is just shit, I'll be honest with you. The midfield's dead. The style of football is shit. You know, they're just heavily relying on Mbappe and Neymar just to get them through in games. I think you've seen it in the United game. We should have probably beat them. You know, if we had 11 men, we would have won the game. But we ended up losing, you know, because Fred got sent off. Uh, Barcelona and their hand, they're in the same boat. They just look shit as well. They're losing to man's like Cadiz and shit like that, bro. Is that some fucking Segunda, Segunda teams, bro? Some man's that just getting promoted. And look at the firepower of that team. You know, Griezmann, Messi, you know, amazing players that they've got of their abundance. And they've got a shitty Ronald Koeman there, bro. I don't know how they ended up really bringing this guy as a coach. But until they get rid of him, they're not really going to progress either. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not really too keen on this game because whoever wins anyway, regardless, they're not going to get far. You know, I think there's a lot of other teams out there that are probably going to knock them out the next round. Um, but I don't know, man. I'll be honest with you. I'll probably, I'll probably say Barcelona just because February time is Neymar's sister's birthday, so he's going to do some fucking incestual shit and probably missed the game. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag so, Lannister. <laughs> so, he's even back from injury anyway. He's probably going to get pick up another one. Uh, and then obviously, Barcelona's got messy factor. I think that, that, that for me would probably be it. Yeah, to be honest, I think without Neymar, I don't really think that... Um, uh, PSG will really make too much of a dent in Barcelona but then again Barcelona are actually quite poor too I do think Messi will probably be the difference maker in this tie um, but yeah no, you're going to hopefully see the likes of Griezmann and Coutinho really turn up as well so it will pretty much be a little bit more of a boring tie but you know, I'm I'm hoping that there is some sort of magic, you know, with Mbappe and Messi being the main ones to bring that. But I'm going to go for a Barcelona win. I'm going to swing in the other direction. You know, I think it's going to be. I think PSG will go through. Obviously, they're, they're most likely not going to have Neymar because he's got. Us, I think he's. Potentially, what a broken ankle they're saying, something like that, anyway. So, regardless of his sister's birthday, I think he's planned it well, anyway. Long term injury and that. But I still, I think I just see Barcelona, I just don't know. Normally, obviously, you know what style of play, they, you know, style of football they play, how Messi's going to play. He's always going to run the show. But under Kuman, I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't even know who's playing. They're just shit. Griezmann's been awful. He's probably one of the worst signings in history. If you look at how much they paid for him as well, Coutinho's, I guess he's, you know, he's, everyone knows his quality, but even then he's not showing it. Messi, you know, against Juventus, it, it just shows you once you put men around him in that system, you can, you're going to get the better of him. So I think uh, 
Tuchel's going to get probably have the similar similar system as well to that. And he's, you know, he's. If I look at the managers, Thomas Tuchel's better, way better than Coman. And I think he's probably got a better starting eleven as well. Even without Neymar, you can still say he's got a better starting eleven based on form. So I, I'm going with PSG. I think they'll they'll grind it out, but I think they'll because the thing is, I can see PSG scoring goals, but I can't see Barcelona scoring that many. If I'm honest, it's it's surprising to say because you know they got Messi, Griezmann, Dembele, Coutinho, quality quality individual players, but as a collective, I think that just it just hasn't worked. And I think this could probably be the end of Messi with Barcelona in the Champions League, to be honest. But uh, we'll move on to their rivals in Spain, Hala Madrid. Again, shout out Aman, probably, and Satish, actually. The only two boys that we know of Madrid through and through fans, whatever. But they got Atalanta. Um, what are you, what, Jane, what are you thinking? It's a. Both teams haven't been the greatest this season. I think Madrid are like picking up slowly. So, you know, Madrid doing what Madrid do. Um, but Madrid, they've not spent money though, you know, so I think they're very sustainable at the moment, how they operate. And I think there's going to be a big boy signing probably coming next summer. Atalanta, if they're Papa Gomez, I would have probably said, yeah, and they're in with a shout. You know, maybe they can nick a couple of goals, but Papa Gomez has said he's never going to play for the club again. You know, that's their best player. So the creativity goals wise have just missed the biggest asset, you know, out of that team. So why why is he not that, playing again? I don't know. He said he's gonna re- reveal all once he leaves the team. So there must have something that's probably gone down with the president or with oh, the coach. I, he fell out yeah. fell, fell out with uh the manager Gasparini, apparently. So Oh really? Mm. Something something of the sorts, but he's not gonna reveal until he leaves. So, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. But He's their best player, so that's their hopes just gone out the window now. But I think there's a few teams that you know that he's been linked to. I think Arsenal being one. So I don't know. I Behave! Know. I don't think I don't think anyone's coming to Arsenal right now. You know, just leave, especially in that cam role, bro. Bloody hell! Supposedly was supposed to come. He's gone Leipzig apparently for 20, 25 million or however, however much it is. It's just. You think- like as 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 we well someone I've seen this thing on Twitter like it's just an opinion but it was like oh Arsenal like you're in this boat wherever you, five points off relegation wherever you are um you know you're not doing great and they were like all the players that you potentially want they're all probably in European League or Champions League like something like that playing in Europe and yeah. like, realistically if, if I'm that player would I come to Arsenal in January? And you know, and you wouldn't. No, there's far more attractions elsewhere. Not even in the Premier League, elsewhere as in Europe. You know, German, Spanish, Italian, even now. It's so what just... what what are you gonna do in January then? I'll be honest. Let's let's be honest. Arsenal Football Club don't spend money on players. Let's be honest. They don't spend big, big bucks. I think the party. Well, I'm not gonna be honest. If he didn't have a really, if he didn't have a release clause, would we spend that much money? Spend like a hundred, nearly a hundred mil on the. Summer. Yeah, but come on. I don't. I think this is just a start. I don't think we're gonna be spending. I can't see us spending that much money in January. Let's see. Not even half that. Hundred mil. Yeah, no, we're near, man. No, we're near. It's gonna be. I think we'll definitely try and sign someone, but whatever happens, I don't know. 
Yeah, we'll get some seventeen. We'll get some gas seventeen-year-old. Gas him up. Yeah, don't worry. All of January, gas him up. Sign him on the last like, day for like five k. Like Martinelli. What the fuck's sake? But yeah, resigning it. We like resign. Bro, you know what pisses me off about that guy is the fact that you put him in the same sentence as Greenwood. That just, <laughs> quality, just like, don't piss me off, bro. Quality, bro. Just because man scored one goal against Chelsea, crossed his arms, yeah. No, 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 that's it. Man's the next Mbappe, isn't it? No, no, no. You can't say that. You can't say lads, that. But what lads. have you, what, what have you seen of him? That's quality, lads. I what, think. We... Are you saying he's not quality? Are you saying he's not quality? No, but I, what have I, you seen I, of him? I, I, that's I can... quality. I'm not gonna lie. He's been injured a, a long time. Yeah. So what? <laughs> what no, have you seen of him? That's quality. Are you saying? Are you saying he's not had an impact at Arsenal? Since he started, he's probably like what he's not. No, he's not had an impact. He's not had an impact. Why is lads, he not had an impact? Lads, I think we should, if he had an we impact, should hold this for an Arsenal part two, mate. If he Arsenal had an impact, if, on, he, if he had an impact, he, he would have he would have played every game up until. Bro, he would have he played every game, but he's injured. How can he play? He's he wasn't. He, w- he wasn't playing before then anyway. It was like in and out of the team constantly. I think that's. I think that's well. To be honest, he's been under three managers since he's been on the club. Yeah, but you can't say like he's he's like he's got talent, but the talent in which that like, you guys are saying that he's at, he's not at that talent. Okay, fair. Yeah, fair. I understand your point about putting. He's him in the overly same overhyped, bro. He's overly overhyped. He's you, you, over, you, you can't. Say he is that overly overhyped because you you're saying that. No, but you're saying that he's. You guys are saying, bro. If you're putting, if people are putting him in the same sentence with Greenwood, yeah, then that's just the most stupidest shit I've ever heard, bro. Look at the goals that Greenwood scores, the type of goals he scores, left foot, right foot. Look at the goals he scored as well. The amount of goals. Yes, he's got injured. Let's see when he comes back from injury. He's back from injury now. He's on the bench. Unless he starts doing some Maza, yeah, and starts scoring at like 20, 30 goals. To be honest, to be honest, he, regardless, he regardless levels, if he comes in and scores goals, is the reason why. He won't have the same impact as it because he's number one, he's playing for Arsenal, and number two, the situation we're in. He, he, he's, he's, he, this guy's not going to come back and turn the whole system, the whole team around. He's but it's like, like it's like last season, we were with Marshall, Rashford, we had injuries, yeah, and Greenwood had to come in. He had to, he got forced in. Oli didn't want to play him in, he forced him in. Yeah, and Oli's just typically longed it out. Why was this guy not playing? Bro, he came in and he scored like a couple of goals straight away. Impact, you know, and he that was the way he kind of slided his way through and then eventually made himself as a right winger. And that was it. You know, the rest is history. He still plays Yeah, but that was, the, that was the same situation that Martinelli was in. I don't understand. The yeah, but is, my point, no, my I, point I is... I understand your point about Greenwood because you can't, because they, in terms of sample size of what they played, you can't... Greenwood's done better, right? The re- I'm not gonna lie. Arsenal yeah, but like, fans, no, but Arsenal fans hype up everything. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, what it's true. It's, it, and we need. Well, we this, need this, 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 is, tra- this is what I wanted you to up, say. No, but this what is what I wanted to say. Don't hype him up, bro. No, no, He's not that what level. I'm, what I'm saying, what I'm saying, you can't. You're, you're saying like, you're saying it like Martinelli shit. That's where you're. I'm not from. saying he's shit. I'm not no, saying he's shit. You're saying you're, saying, not, you're saying some green was like some Mbappe, yeah, and then Martinelli's <laughs> some guy in League Two, bro. Don't disrespect. You can't disrespect Martinelli. Is what I'm saying. Boys, I haven't even <laughs> had. Not, I, I haven't even I'm had. Say no, 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 but that's how United fans sound, bro. They make everyone else feel small, bro. This is what you like. No, but wait, wait, is that is that what I'm saying, dude? No, but I, I, what did I say? I say that. He's not on that same level. So you can't... You, you, the way you guys are gassing him is that as if he's on that level. I'm saying no, he's but, not on that no, level. But, no, honestly. Honestly speaking, he's quality. I'm not saying he's... I'm not saying he's not quality. He's quality player. Green was... 
currently speaking right now, Greenwood's doing better than him. I think it's a situation between United and Arsenal fans especially is it's just been that obviously you can't say right now, but that rivalry that's been happening over the last 20 years, yeah, we're always trying to like, you know, say one another better than each other. We're trying to pinpoint players there better than each other. I think current situation is we've got two hungry, hungry young players, yeah, one English, one Brazilian, quality players, one in Greenwood and one in Martinelli, play similar positions. And we're trying but to it, it compare them. It, it doesn't even matter that's because the realistically... Where, no, but raw talent. I'm on about raw talent. Raw talent. This guy, one, one's got way more uh, potential than the other. It's just simple facts, bro. You look at Greenwood's finishing. There is no... Indi- well, bro, one came from fourth <laughs> tier division fourth tier division in Brazil. Brazil. Bro, that's what that- I'm saying, bro. If man's come from fourth tier Brazil, how no, does it mean... Well, no, what are you saying? He's not... And he's not... Well, and he's now... He's, well, but he's... Still doing he's very playing well for Arsenal. League. He's playing for he's Arsenal. Doing, no, but this is what I'm saying. No, but what is he, what's he doing? The guy's hardly played. He's injured. No, this he's is what I'm saying, bro. He's not even played. But, 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 how could you say he's on the same level then? Let's, let's do this. Do this, yeah. Do this, yeah. No, no, do this. I'm not saying nothing about that. On a level, yeah. Man's still out here trying to make my predictions still. And you, man, are arguing. Do this, do this, yeah. Do this. All right, we're going to. We'll, we'll end this topic soon. I think we should make a poll. We'll, we'll, and then what we'll do is um, we'll have a podcast on Martinelli and Rush. Uh, Green. I think Arsenal do part this, two. Yeah? Arsenal part two has type to in, Type in Martinelli's name on Twitter and see whose name comes along with it, yeah? Well, Greenwood does not Green Greenwood no no but no no because Martinelli all these tweets are from Arsenal fans bro this is not coming out of my mouth in it it's not coming out of United fans mouth it's not coming out of Chelsea fans mouth it's not coming out of Liverpool fans mouth it's coming out of Arsenal fans mouth man's played five minutes in his whole life bro he scored one goal against Chelsea yeah which Kante slipped on the floor and all he done is crossed his arms and that's fucking bro Kiko Makeda bro I could have gassed up Kiko Makeda as a fucking next. Ronaldinho or some fucking shit nah, like that, bro. Nah, the bro, best thing you, about that. No, no, no. The best thing about that goal, game? though. The best thing about that goal, though. What was Alex Lacazette? <laughs> Alex Lacazette coming alongside him. <laughs> That's probably bro, the only good look, thing about it. Honestly, honest. watch that goal again, yeah. Man, need it with the fucking Benteke touch, yeah. That knee made Kante slip. It was so. It was that shit of a touch, yeah. Kante, it was like a Lukaku touch, bro. Bro, if Greenwood scored that goal, I don't think any other United fan would fucking get not gas. Greenwood, Greenwood scores a different Bro, Greenwood type scored, of goal. He That's scores bangers. Thing. Left foot, right foot. One, fucking, he saying, scores bangers. One thing, one thing you got to give Greenwood. I don't though. understand the conversation here. I'm saying because, they're not on the same level. You can't put them in the same sentence. Yeah. Are, you saying they'll never, are you saying they'll never be on the same level? That's what you're telling me. I'm not I mean, saying they're never on the same level. I'm saying at this moment. Now you're lying, bro. You just said one came from fourth tier. Don't lie. You just said one came from fourth tier. I said that. Yeah. You said, yeah, yeah. Then how can you come to Arsenal? And now you're trying no, to get on the same level. No, no, no. Now you're chatting shit, bro. No, no, no. No, no. You can't say that. You just got outwitted. You can't say that. how? The whole point I'm saying is that you cannot put them on the same level. One's played five minutes in his whole life. I just said one's been playing. One's been injured as well. One's been but that's injured. my point. He's been playing five minutes in his whole life, bro. That's all he has. He's been he's literally is, played five minutes. I'm not minutes. gonna lie. I'm not. No, but I think is the thing is. That's like, that's like me saying Ahmad Diallo, yeah, that United signer for Atalanta, bro. Man's played again five minutes in his whole life, bro. No, he's, no, no, he's no, gonna be he's gonna be the next Sancho. First of all, first of all, 
Arsenal fans on Twitter are the worst fans on Twitter. You should know that as United fan. Yeah, but this is—I just, just wanted it to come out of your mouth. I wanted it to come out of your mouth. But I've never said anything like this. I wanted to come out. I wanted to use appreciate. I wanted to come I've out never, your mouth. No, but I've never—I've never underappreciated Greenwood, firstly, and I've—I've I've actually, I think, I still think Martinelli's quality. No, but as long as, long as you accept that, then, accept you know, what? Then, what am I accepting? What am I accepting? That they're not on the same level. Right now. Yeah, right now. That's what I'm saying. Right yeah, now, say that. Why, why don't you? Always, you never finish with right now. You always finish. Oh with my thing. days, but no, I was on about. But this is what I was on about the whole time, bro. Not no, in five years' just, time. No, but you just say they're not the same level. You're acting like they'll never ever be. The yeah, same but come level. on, bro. I'm on about right now, and I'm not going to be on about fucking no, five years' is, time. No, honestly, How do I know in five no, years' honest, time and what where they're going to no, be at? Honest, honestly, honestly, yeah. Right now, Greenwood is better than Martinelli, but I think I think when they first both both broke on the scene, I think. We were both very excited about who we had. Yeah. What Greenwood has stepped up since then, but I think also Martinelli has had a lot of injuries since then. He's coming and going. And also, also, Greenwood's played in a very successful team, making him look better. Let's be honest. Martinelli is not a successful in... team, bro. No, come on, you finished third in the you finished third in uh, Yeah, and he and he had a massive impact in that. That's he what had I'm a massive saying, impact. No, he got goals. No, it wasn't the fact that the team helped him. He helped the team. If no, you I put someone Bruno, else there... I think, I think Bruno Fernandes... Bro, him. look at some of the goals he scored last season. They, they weren't even that registered with assist. They were simple, just him banging it in, left foot, right foot into top Okay, corners. okay. Let me ask you this question then. If Greenwood isn't in your team and Martinelli replaced him, do you think you'll be in the same situation as you're in? Give me the facts now. As in, what, what do you mean? Give me the facts. Give me the, no, that's a simple question. Don't, I'm not breaking what's, it down. No, but what do you mean same situation? As in, like, in the league and stuff? No, I'm talking everything, bro. If, Greenwood, if Greenwood's not there, Martinelli replaced him, is he, is, the, is he finishing the dinner? Thank you. Thank you. That's what I'm <laughs> what, saying. Bro? No, but I, honestly, you. I'll be honest with you. I, I don't think so because... Like I said, I've only seen five minutes of Martinelli, bro. Look at his game time. Actually, look at his game time, what he's played. Yeah. Um, have, you, have you seen Martinelli play? Yeah, I've seen him a few times play. That's what it. Do you think? Times, what do you think of Martinelli then? Like I said, I, I think he's, he's okay. I don't, I, don't, I don't see the hype. Like, I'm going to Okay, I'm no, wait. You tell me. You no, t- okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you, okay, I'm okay. So let's, let's break this down now. Let's break this down now, yeah? No. What does he What does he possess? stats into this. No, I'm, on, I'm not on about stats. I'm not on about stats. I'm not actually watching about when he plays football. What does he possess? Does he have skill? Could he rip a man? Yeah, why not? He, he has got dribbling ability. When when has he ripped a man, bro? Apart bro, from that fucking like knee. When he, when he, when he need it. When he need it, yeah? Fucking that Lukaku touch and Kante slips on the floor. That does not count bro, as ripping a man, to- bro. You've talked about that one goal, yeah? For fucking <laughs> That's the really- only goal he scored, bro. Is that oh, he how many he actually, scored, goals? He, actually, okay, he actually scored a really, really good goal, yeah? We were 1-0 down against West Ham. Away, yeah. He actually scored a yeah. really, really good goal. I don't even remember that. He tore that up that game. He tore man's up. He tore, I don't know who the right back is, but he tore him up. He scored a sick goal that game as well in the middle. I think it was a turny cross and he banged in. Him and Saka actually had a very, very good partnership before yeah, we Sa- Saka is different, isn't it? Like Saka is just. No, no, Saka, if you, if you want to chat about Saka, yeah, then yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll no, agree the hype on Saka. I'm talking, but... about, I'm talking about them two as a partnership. I think they play very well. Like when Saka was playing left wing back and he was playing left wing. But. I think sample size is, is too low right now. And I think Greenwood right now is better than Martinelli. That's it. From, you know, we're footballing people. We're not stupid. You know, half these fans on Arsenal don't even come out, bro. They don't come out of the yard. 
let's be honest, they're just there on Twitter all day. It's like that. Shit. It's like it's like that guy that was having that video with troops and everything. Arsenal Arsenal Twitter is one of the worst, but you never put a fan out, you never put a poll out here when there's Arsenal <laughs> fan involved, bro. They'll win the whole thing, bro. It's fucked. It's no, but see no, on no on, I'm I'm thinking Martinelli's quality. I can see the potential in Martinelli, but I'm gonna I'm not gonna I can't say Green was not quality, but Green was fucking next level, left footy, right footy, finishing. But this is what this is what I mean. You can't you can't put the same on the two on the same you know like platform. They shouldn't be on the same platform. It's just simple facts. And then you you talk about Martinelli's injuries, bro. Like if I, if I'm young, I'm picking up these kind of injuries. That's a concern. Yeah, it can be uh, element of unluckiness, but bro, you look at man's like Ronaldo, Messi. They weren't picking up injuries, bro. They've never picked up injuries of like length. Oh, that's there's reasons. There's Ronaldo. reasons. Well, we're but, but there's reasons, bro. When is when is it? When does Mbappe picked up injuries of length? When? Oh, first of all, Martinelli. Martinelli just coming into English kind of European football. This guy's playing in Brazil. I just said he came from Brazil, fourth tier. Eddie's yeah, picked him is... out, bro. Eddie's picked him bro, out. But this is what this is this is what I mean. Like, he's... no, no, no. But Greenwood, Greenwood's played. European under twenties, under under nineteens, under eighteen. Yeah, but then there's obviously levels of how you but condition your body men's, as well. Men's football here is completely different. Of course, oh, and the, and levels, the levels of football is completely and, and different, even at youth level. At youth level, it, it's completely different to the Premier League. So we got to consider that as well. Yeah, but there's levels how you condition your your body as well. And if if he's picking, I'm not saying. What's what I'm saying? That could have been an unlucky injury. I'm not saying that that's you know based on his body and whatever X Y Z. That could have been just pure, you know, un- unluckiness. But let's see when he comes back from injury. If he starts picking up constant hamstring injuries, niggling injuries, then by that time he's 21, bro, it's going to be another Jack Wilshere. You know what I mean? No, he's no, I agree, I agree with that. The because the he's already is, 19. The problem is, When's he going to start kickstarting his career? The, hard, the hardest part of a footballer is, you know, their impact after an injury. Because they could be sick before, you know, but then after that injury, they could be a wholly different player because obviously lost pace or, you know, they're, they're just... Their mind is, you know, when they go into into tackles, they don't want to get the same injury again. All this, all yeah, hundred percent, hundred But I also believe, I'm not gonna lie, I think the way Arsenal are playing right now, even if he comes back, I don't, I hate to say, it, if he comes back, everyone's gonna be like, oh, Martinelli needs to play, needs to play. But if he, you know, it's gonna to be too much on him, and you don't need that on a on a young guy as well. The whole team on the back of his shoulders. You need you because these young players have got the, the fire, you know, and sometimes it's like with United, like there's always these young youth that you, we always put that one pressure on because he's the guy that spark, you know, so it, it's, not, it's not a bad thing. So, you know, it's just about someone stepping No, off. but I think the, the current predicament we're in is going to look, it's going to be a lot more than normal situations. But I don't know. I just don't even know how we got, I don't know how the hell we even got this. We're talking about bloody... Atlanta, Atlanta, Madrid, or something. I haven't even got my my prediction out yet. I don't even like, know. <laughs> a massive elephant in the footballing community has been discussed right now. Uh, Jay, but let's get on. Let's... Lie. Jay, if you put that poll out, yeah, who's better, Martinelli, Green? Martinelli will win because there's all hundred percent. This is what I mean, bro. But this is what I mean, bro. Let's leave it for two. No, but your your fan base. So could you accept that your fan base is deluded? Bro, not deluded. Our fan base is stupid. 
That's all I want to know, isn't it? That's all I want to know, man. Bro, you've known this for years since you've been on Twitter, yeah? The Arsenal fans are the worst. Why are you saying it now? Why are you expecting different? No, I, I, it's just, I want to hear it, isn't it? It's no, coming from right, Arsenal fans. Arsenal fans hate United. United fans hate Arsenal. No, like but the reason why, I'll be honest, the reason why United fans... Bro, there is no real rivalry there with United and Arsenal. The rivalry, anymore, technically, technically, the rivalry has always been with Liverpool, bro. It's always been day one with Liverpool. Man City have just come in. There ain't no Man City fans about, you know, unless you go into Manchester, bro, and find like a niche fans base there. That's it. It's always been Liverpool, like fan, the rivalry. Arsenal, secondary, I'd say, because, you know, fan base is there, you know, nationally it's more based is there. On history, you know, you know, yeah, the, the, fan, the, fan, the fan base is there, but... The hatred grows more is because of pure delusion, bro. It's just pure delusion. Like sometimes, honestly, I sit there and I'm confused, bro. I'm, like, I get more confused over reading like Arsenal stuff than whatever comes out of my own team. I think yeah. I think it works both ways though, because honestly, you know when Sir Alex Ferguson left, yeah, you guys realized that fucking hell, it is fucking tough getting a manager in. Same when yeah, hundred hundred percent. But the thing is, this is, this is when we were we, we were saying look. We were saying, look, this is the situation. I'm not going to lie. To be honest, the way that the difference in the clubs right now, yeah, a big difference is the money. You can actually spend the money and get out of the situations you're in. Yeah, but we we've, we've tried that. it. It's not, it's not working, is it? You've tried, yeah, but you can still tried. do that. Is what I mean is you can still have the money. You still got money. We haven't got money at all to spend. Well, the money, I don't believe that bullshit, bro. You ain't got money to spend and stuff like that, bro. If you look at bro, Tottenham, what yeah? Got? What money bro, you got? you got so much money, man. You look at Tottenham, bro. They just built a stadium and they fucking spent like 80, 90 million, bro. And you guys are on about Emirates, Emirates, fucking about Ooh, 10 who years, did yeah? spent 89 million on? Ooh. Bro, collectively, bro, look how much they spent over the transfer window, bro. It wasn't like over that last transfer window. Look how much they spent collectively. They spent peas. On they who? just bought... Bro, they got that Carlos fucking Vinicius in. They got Regulian in. He's they got Hoiberg. Hoiberg. They got Hoiberg in. Bro, he cost five million. Rondon, Rondon. They got Rondon. How Look, much Hoiberg Rodden, Joe Rodden. Joe Rodden was about 11 Rodden. million. He's like 20 million, bro. It's 20 million from like Cardiff. Or like Swansea, oh, I think. One of the two. He's 11. Bro, look how much they, they're still spending money, bro. You guys didn't even sign anyone. And think about it. Bale's wages. All these are wages that they're still adding you know on to the team. Do you know what? I'll tell you one reason why we didn't sign anyone. Because our squad is massive as it is. We need to shift our minds. No, but it's not, that's not the point. That's not the point. You guys talk about money, Emirates, stadium. You This was a constant no, talk honestly, for five, six honestly, years, what's bro. What's the point? We've got a squad of 35 people, yeah? No, no, no. I'm I, not on about that. I'm on about like when you lot built your stadium, yeah? You were saying it for five, six years. Oh, stadiums built, stadium debt, stadium debt, stadium debt. What stadium fucking debt? Tottenham have spent fucking the cost of your stadium back then and cost of stadium today is completely different, obviously, in relation to inflation and stuff. But Spurs spent like nearly a billion, bro. They nearly collated to that much. No, but if you think, if you, also, spent, if you also break it down, they had Wembley for a long time as well. Bro, that's 90,000 people, man. But surely they had to pay some sort of rent that's, to the actual FA. Yeah, that's, yeah exactly. To, they're paying rent and, and they're not. To go there. Think about it, bro. No, how, how, much think, are you, how much are you raking in from do that? Do you think it was that much? Though? Yeah, it must think have been. It. it must Daniel have been. Daniel Levy's a very smart man. No, bro, it, look at it. Look at it online. Regardless. There's actually a documentary on it. They, how, how much they actually spent. They went way over their budget for what, they, what they're supposed to spend, bro. And think about it. In today's age, yeah, because what they had to do, they had to knock it down and then rebuild again on that same land, bro. On that same land, you guys, oh. you, you didn't build on the same land, did you? You put flats there, and you, you did. 
<laughs> you didn't build on the same land. You you no, built no, we somewhere moved else. Across. We yeah. moved across the thing, uh, bridge. And obviously you built flats there. So you recouped fucking cost from the flats. Yeah, but come on, that's not even like you're talking not talking a lot. Nah, fam, you easy. guys need to do some internal audit, bro. What happened in that fucking time of those five years, bro? You might have wondered about I, there's some loss Rahul of money. Get Rahul in there. Get Rahul in there. There's some loss of cash going on there, bro. You don't know where that shit's gone. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be honest. We've never spent a lot of money anyway. We've never spent a lot of money anyway. So for us to spend a lot of money is more of a surprise to us fans than anything else. You no, guys. My, my, my point. My point is, that there there should be no reason why you haven't spent money. There, there's money there. That's my point. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think we'll spend a lot of. Don't, I can only see us spending a lot of money once we. Reduce the number of players in our squad. Now you won't spend money because nobody wants to come to your club. No, no, no. Do you get what I mean? That. Like, it's it's, you're I'm not going to be. About, you're not... I'm talking about players now. I'm talking about no. players. No, Look but at our squad, bro. Look play... at our squad. We've but got players wise, players wise, nobody will want to come to Arsenal. That's why you probably won't see yourself spending money on big players. You'll probably get the no, odd player here and there. No, but I'm it's not. True. I'm not talking from that it's point of view. Because there's no point in us bringing the players in if we can't shift to someone else. No, but. The, the fact still remains even, no if you, bring... even if you didn't shift anybody You still wouldn't go out and buy it Even like Slobazai or whatever his name is You, you, yeah, you, would, no, you wouldn't I know compete. that. I know that No but that's because Think about Look, look how many players We've left a lot of players out of our uh, When we had to submit them squads We've got about seven, eight centre-backs We're not going to bring another centre-back in When we, got, we can't get rid of the place the other one It's just how business is done at Arsenal Let's be honest They look We're like not... all, they, But they all look like fringe players in yeah, all honesty, yeah, yeah. they're not—they're not really players that are going to be coming into your starting lineup. Like you've got yeah, a lot. Okay, let's say let's say you get rid of five six players. I can't see Arsenal buying five six players nah. in one transfer window. No chance. No, I'm like not saying one transfer two, window either. Three. I'm not saying one transfer window either. But you—you you have no, but spent, say, you have spent money. You spent money on Pepe, who's been awful, kind of thing. You spent wrong basically. Since the whole change up at top. And with Arsene Wenger leaving, you have put money into that team. So I think you will continue to put invest money into the team, but that's not the question. It's all but, wrong. Yeah, I think obviously the manager change and all that's not helped. But what I'm saying is if you shift five, six players out of your team, naturally you think, oh, I need to bring in five, six players because I've lost five, six players out of squad. I can't see Arsenal bringing in I five, think, six players. No, I don't think, we'll, I don't think we will. Is because one, Arteta's there and I think he's more of a youth manager rather than going out and spending big bucks on players. Who's, whose idea was it to get man's like Willian and fucking Cedric Suarez and whoever? Like, bro, bro. I, bro, I said this in the last trans... I said this in the last... And who's that, other, who's that other shitty fucking Donny you got at centre-back, bro, from Brazil? Pablo Mari. Pablo Mari. Uh, bro, he's so dead, fam. Bro, I said this in the Arsenal, I said this in the Arsenal podcast, though, when we aired it. We made the mistake of buying players in January. The likes of Cedric and Cedric's Warriors. No, but they were loan players. They're not loans, bro. We bought them outright. No, they yeah, were. They were loans. You, they were loans. You bought, you bought you them, them in like June. Them. Yeah, you bought them in like June, July. No, but this is what I'm saying, though. We still bought them in it. We made the mistake of buying them. Yeah, but you still had the option of not buying them, and obviously that that option of buying them must have come from Arteta. Like the, the the board are not naturally going to be like, yeah, you know what, Arteta, we're going to go above your head and we're going to sign these players, even if you don't no, play, no, no. we don't give no, a shit. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, I said that's a mistake, though. Didn't I? I said what I'm saying is, them players by, by signing signing them players 
it was a mistake. I'm not going to lie, I thought William was a good signing when we first bought him. Premier League experience, you know, he's not, it's not like he hasn't got quality. Obviously, we've seen that. But you know, William would have been a good signing if he if he's only used as a squad player. That's all he was. Maximum yeah, we, we did use. We have used him. Basically, no, but you. Yeah, you've used him as a starting eleven, and yeah. obviously that's what you've seen. I don't think good I would have. To be honest, he's, he's, I, he's I, an I don't know why player. Pepe isn't. I don't know why Pepe isn't. Yeah, but obviously but, you've seen with Pepe like obviously the issue with Arteta and stuff like that, and then. Now he's gone and fucked it and got sent off. So now he can be just gone five steps Do you know, back. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, okay, we will stop this conversation. But I'm just hoping this Granny Jacker sending off is a blessing in disguise because we can actually see Arsenal Football Club run without him, with our proper DM as party and then two ahead ahead of him. We we're always trying to fit in this Jacker. Yeah. Oh, when he told you man to fuck off, yeah, that should have been the door in it. Bro, now he's then, sniggled yeah, then, his way, swiggled his way back in. No, he didn't swiggle his way. Arteta just had to give him a chance. He <laughs> no, he, he didn't. He slithered his way back in like a snake, he's sweet, bro. bro. He's a proper snake, bro. bro. All right, bro. so let me quickly make my prediction for Atlanta, Atlanta versus Real Madrid. Well, um, I'm going to just make this one quick. Uh, I think Atlanta are going to go through. Uh, Real Madrid aren't really all that this year. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's short and sweet. Uh, no, I'm going. I'm going with Madrid on this. Uh, I was. I think I agree with the with Jane. They they beat uh, Alaika over the weekend. You know, hitting some form. There was a big win in the last game of the Champions League as well against Borussia and Mönchengladbach to get them top spot. Um, so they're kind of you know finding their feet a bit more this season from now. Uh, I think Atalanta just been hit and miss all season. To be honest, I think. New squad and new players, they're kind of just getting used to the system. I think it's just more of a transition season for them. So I'm going to go with Madrid. Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. Please share it with your friends and family. And don't forget to leave a review on the various podcast platforms. We'll see you next time.